In my world, nothing decays. It shall remain as I see it now, preserved in its frozen terror of me, as it has for aeons past. They thought they could corner me in this frigid waste, but I embrace it. They thought they could remove me of my followers. <laughs> what fools! I will have what was mine once again in these barren terrains and pitiful towns. My followers grow by the day, just as my power to reign above the rest of the Furies once again, and to put them in their rightful place. Yet, there are those who defy me. The Pathwalkers, that's what they call themselves. A horny half-elf bard named Riki, an orc named Thrax, and a goblin named Skid. Both illiterate tribesmen. A wandering, foolish human cleric with no name. An elven wizard who once lived as a turtle. What insignificant scum! Despite them, all shall remain frozen in eternal genuflection towards me. Beautifully preserved by the might of my rhyme. I gave you each a hug, too. Of course. Ah, may, may we meet again? Soon. You ready, buddy? Let us walk. Let us walk. We'll head southwest following the Pokta River. Ah, you guys head southwest following the Pokta River. We have an autark. We'll look at the rest of you. Nod her head. Ready? We'll follow her. And she'll start heading west. Often, like, what looks, again, just fucking tundra. Yeah. Um... While we're going, I'm I'm gonna mention to everybody and be like, Yeah, y'all uh sorry on the late notice of this, but um just a friendly heads up. I I could take us right to the sea of ice at Revel's End. It's uh you know, it's a bit north, but uh it's quite west as well. If y'all want, we can uh just go right there. I don't know if that takes us too out of the way, but I'm no uh, cartographer myself. Grim will just uh nod towards Aminyartok and see if she thinks that would be Beneficial to the journey. Dun, 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 dun. Um, that'd probably save a day of walking. Yeah, excellent. That's great. Because I'd say it's about uh, where you would hit the Sea of Moving Ice would probably be about ten and a half miles away. So that'd be a twenty to one hour walk. And so you'd already be at the Sea of Moving Ice. Which one if you were if you walked due west you'd be you'd basically be shaving off like eight miles of travel. This one thinks that'd be great if you are capable. Oh, yeah. Burrell. Of course, the Thrax actually made it possible. He crushed an emerald and gave it to me, uh, about 50 uh, gold worth. Uh, yeah, just give me a second. Uh, we, we, you all want to stop and do it here, then? Try to get, or is this... Better, no better time than now. Yeah, you guys have probably taken like five We are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we will bamf into a prison, but... Yeah, you know, nothing out of the ordinary for us, I guess. Uh... Great. Um, so I'm just taking the uh, ground emerald and I'm putting like uh, nine uh, little little uh, pieces of it around in a circle around us, uh, just like kind of equidistant from each other, a, a circle. And uh, then uh, I begin to kind of thread each one of uh, the little piles of uh, gem with uh, this uh, teal kind of uh, rope 
And as yes. I as I thread the rope, yes. as I thread the rope, it kind of gets this like curl to it, and mm. and then I kind of like do. Stinks there's too. Even, there, there's even more curling that kind of webs within it, and then it suddenly over all of us just a canopy of this like curling teal rope just kind of hangs over all of us, and it's shimmering, and then suddenly. This is awesome, and dude. Just, and then we just pop and disappear. This is the best thing ever. I imagine we're walking and we hear it and we can smell, you know, like the <laughs> magic in the air. Yeah. Uh, sulfur and stuff yeah. and rope, rope. And uh, maybe feel oh, yeah. a little, feel a little vibration yeah. in the ground. And we, I imagine we can smell. We turn around and we just see like the teal thing like, oh, they're up to something. <laughs> Stinky ropers. Stinky teal ropers. Yeah. <laughs> And we might even leave some like ectoplasm on the ground. That's awesome. Thank you, Evan. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I never casted that one. Yeah, so you guys basically immediately travel ten miles in uh, <laughs> the ether of the world. And let's see here. I pulled up a map of this, so I'm gonna say. Damn, rebels end. Oh yeah. Into a jail cell. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> right not. Right to jail. Yeah. Get shunted. It'd be very funny. So you will actually teleport. Uh, you you basically see the air kind of clear up from your rapid movement through through space. Not space, space, but, you know. Space time. Yes. Uh, and you appear in the courtyard outside where the symbols are. And you appear. Uh, this seems to be, you know, not very common that people just appear at the prison. But it also is fairly common since people are... Dropped off here from all over Faerun. Okay, that does make sense. So you appear, and there's, again, a number of guards just kind of hanging out. Then one approaches. Are State your business. Is he a human guard? Dropping off. Mm-hmm. Hello, my fine sir. I'm, uh, we are actually uh, not dropping anyone off. We're actually on uh, business from the Ten Towns. We're, uh, we're an adventuring party. Uh, we're on uh, private business. Uh, Good day. No, oh, carry on. Um, Bob, I look below us. I look at our feet. Uh, does it look like uh, like literally a carved-in teleportation circle that we landed on? Yes. Oh, so okay. like a big circle around you. Cool. And there's like runes and shit on it. It looks. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Those are the runes you recognize as like this, a symbol, like a series of symbols that would take you there. Okay. From your Groovy. Spell. Excellent. Very cool. I'm gonna uh, reach down and touch it with my actual hand. Just kind of check it out for a second. Yeah. This one thinks we should go before they ask any more questions. Yeah, yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah, so you're there. There's this massive looming tower, like, right next to you. Uh, it's perched on a high cliff overlooking the Sea of Moving Ice, so you can now see out into the sea, which is right to your west. Uh, and uh, there's uh, basically it's carved out of gigantic blade-shaped rock. If you've seen the D&D movie, it is actually a wildly accurate description. Is It's a panopticon, mm-hmm. right? Um, the style yeah. of jail. So like, with like, like, so basically, if you looked at it down from above, it's it like looks one like a tower, giant star. One tower with like surrounded by jail cells. Isn't that what it was? Um. So yeah, there's a. See here, it's basically like. There's guard towers out front. Um. But then Rebels End is basically a massive tower. But yes, it is a panopticon. There's there's a central area. Uh, the central area is basically. Do it's like a surveillance hub is what they they, they count call it and it has like um I guess you know without you guys knowing too much about it but you know that it's a very very secure prison there's like in that surveillance hub in the middle there's a magic device that kind of like 
it's console. It's like basically like there's magic tech in here mm. to make it the strongest prison ever. It's cool. Do you think that they have any confiscated goods? I'd assume so, yeah. Should I go back and maybe ask to see if they've acquired any scheme lately? Uh, this one thinks that would be a bad idea to prison. Let's go. Oh, yeah, we're fine, fine. <laughs> Asking a cop for fucking cocaine? Let's go, <laughs> damn it, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. Pick up, you confiscate any cocaine today? Guess we'll follow Armin Yartok if, if she wants to go south or north. It's kind of up to her. I imagine she wants to go south. So there's a longer coastline, it looks like. Yeah, you're definitely going south. Okay. So yeah. you guys go move to the basically south gates, going south to the south entrance for uh, Rebel's End. And you guys are free to leave. You guys start making your way south along the coast of the Sea of Moving Ice. You guys are going to nice. check it out. Awesome. In Rebel's End? <laughs> it's a prison, dude. <laughs> I'd rather not. Could find some cool help in there. From prisoners? Mm-hmm. And bra- do what? Break them out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not breaking out any prisoners today. And pay pay their bail. Yeah. I hul- guess hulking dude. Um, really looking at the sea of moving ice, we haven't seen it before. What's what's up with the? What's it look like? It is enormously vast. Um, you do see like what looks like uh, basically a path kind of carved up. There's people always with like prisoners working on the sea of moving ice to make sure that shipments can come in and uh, basically supply the, the prison with its goods, etc. Too. Keep people alive. The sea, the sea itself is long. There's massive, uh, like, broken up ice everywhere. A lot of icebergs. Uh, you see some crashed ships, like the husks of ships, etc. But it is fairly busy. There, like, there are people taking ships out. Um, there are people still sailing the sea. And, um, yeah. Like, there'd be contractors. are still, like, normal life kind of over here on the sea since it's not any of the lakes. So you actually see, like, moving water. Uh, for really the, f- like the first time in terms of like actual significant moving water. Does the Sea of Swords just em- become the Sea of Ice? What was that? Does the Sea of Swords just become the Sea of Ice? Like, as it, when you just go so north, it just yeah, it? Yeah. So yes. it just becomes it. It's, cool. it's like part of, yeah, it's part of the, cool. the, entire, the entire ocean sea. Yeah. So yeah, you know, that's basically Antarctica. Or cool. If you want to call it Antarctica or North Pole. There's a map of it on the wall. Too. Yeah, there's oh, a yeah. map right there. Right As for me. listeners, there's a map on the wall. Oh, fair enough. You can just a look giant it up map. on Wikipedia. Sick. Well, truly a cerulean abyss. Pretty cool. Beautiful. Beautiful. March along. Beautiful in its own way. I'm in Yartok. Lead the way. Alright, you guys are heading south along the Sea of Moving Ice. You're going down. Um, Yeah, you guys are going to be traveling significantly, a, a significant long journey along the sea of moving ice. We'll do that. Um, along the way, I will cast Create Food and Water. Um, and Pilgrim just makes every single type of bread that you can imagine. We're talking naan, we're talking crackers, we're talking rye bread, sourdough. Uh, maybe a nice white bread, uh, nice Hawaiian wheat bread, sweet. some communion wafers. Mm. Um, he's just making all types of bread. Nice. So that's all we have is bread and water. Oh. It's the good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the good stuff, though. No, no prunes. Fruit. Nope. Nope. Okay. Bread. Leaven bread. Both. 
What's oh. kinds of leaven and unleavened? Pilgrim food. Every type, <laughs> non bread, dude. Every type of bread you can imagine. Focaccia. Uh huh. Wow. So there. That's dope. Yeah. It's a hard cracker. I just, if you all were fucking listening, bread. I listed both those things. You, oh. I fucking said that. <laughs> what about brioche? I said We're that. not there. What about brioche? I know, but if you're listening, yes, there's brioche. Every type of bread you can fucking imagine is there. Rye. You said that one already. Cinnamon buns. It's there. Cinnamon buns are there. What about donut? No, it's not bread. It's bready. Bread adjacent. Then there's donuts. Churros. Of course. Okay. Most importantly, Hawaiian rolls. The best Excellent. kind of bread. Excellent. Very Matzo. sweet and delicious. Yes. Butter? Uh-huh. Okay. Wait. Buttered rolls, not butter. Oh. Okay. Pre-buttered. Pre-buttered. But there's no extra butter to go around. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> bagels? Not, not a cool, fancy butter. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Are bagels bread, Jesse? Uh, technically, yeah. But they, they use uh, what lye. Is that? lye. So you can also melt your enemies while you're making bagels. Like and pretzel club. If you have any of that fucking goddamn what's it called, the uh, pretzel bread, Ricky has none of it. He hates pretzel bread. Oh. Okay, you can have one of the other thousands of types of breads that's in front of you. It's delicious. Thank you, Traveler. It tastes bland and boring. I don't think, I, I don't think I've ever seen you make anything like this. Uh, is this new? Is this a new organic ability of yours? Just a gift from the paths and also a few things I learned from my friends many years ago. I think I've seen them uh, just in a fury of the fight. Uh, Three incapable dipshits? No, no. They they were. I've, I've seen them. They were throwing things or hitting something. Mm-hmm. I, On a good day, yes. No, you, are, you undersell yourself, brother. You and your friends, you guys are all right. Thank you. But yeah, we'll continue on. Yeah, you guys are just heading south, walking along. See moving ice up on them. Basically, it's like, I don't know, it varies from going up and down cliffside to basically beachfront. And when I say beachfront, this is you know, ice beachfront. But a lot of like glacial kind of uh, like ice hanging off the sides, etc. And it looks like the glacial probably has gotten thicker in the past couple of years because of the never-ending winter. But it is pretty pristine and it's it's nice. And you see what looks like whalers, uh, ships flying the flags of different, uh, different basically Oh, God, what we call them? Cities. Cities or whatever. Mm-hmm. From different uh, places along the coast, like Neverwinter, Waterdeep, sure. etc. And, uh, yeah, you guys are just walking. Just walking along. Awesome. Kind of peaceful. Skid Thrax, you guys are walking along the Pacto River. Yeah. Southwest. Um, we have a long way to go. So Skid would probably, instead of casting... Conjure animals. Since we only have two of us, he would wild shape into a chocobo with Thrax to ride him as a beast of burden. He can hold his wild shape form for six hours total because of his uh, level up that you gave us, and he has two available. So we would probably travel on chocobo for 12 hours for that day and intend to rest up before we got to the um, last known location. All right, so you are able to basically reach. You kind of see the force of uh, Lonelywood rising up before you as you travel along the river. As we see that, we'll pull up and spend some extra time than if we were with the group to get a well camouflaged resting place. 
if it means being a little cold tonight. Yeah, so so you'd would you be traveling as this the entire way? Would you use Wild Shape twice or Yeah, Wild Shape twice. So okay. twelve hours total. Yeah, so yeah, you'd you'd probably reach there in about ten hours. Perfect. So about ten and a half hours later as you run down the basically the entire river, you start to see the Forest of Blundwood, yeah, and you can find some place to to post up. That's what we're up to. Mm-hmm. And that during that day. You know, and th- that's the plan, you know? We, got, I, uh, we might have to go all in. We might have to do some fucked up shit. I understand. But, like, we gotta convince them. I'm ready. Yeah. And then if we ever need to get the fuck out of there and smack you across the face and turn you into an owl, then I'm gonna wild shape into an owl and we fly away, okay? Absolutely. But you have to remember that. Where to? But just away. No up. You're vulnerable. You only got a hit point. You don't just. You gotta fly erratically. You gotta fly crazy. You gotta. Because if you get hit, you fall back down. We're dead. Okay. I'm ready. But that's the last plan. Um. Alright, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck. It will not come to battle. This is skin. gonna work. This is gonna work. It's got to. It's gonna work. Baptists are okay. We just play the part. Just play the part. Ten towns, the tribes. Nobody needs to know what happens here. No. Even if it doesn't feel good, it's it's necessary. It is. Uh, I shall lie my pants off. All right. Let's get some rest. We'll attempt to rest in our makeshift camouflage. Alright, and uh, so Grim Burrell, Ricky, and Yaman Artok uh, basically travel, I'm gonna say probably like seven, seven miles. So it'd be about 14 hours of travel for you guys. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you, yeah, you guys. You hear Grim's fucking knees are creaking. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so you guys. Uh, My 2,000 year old knees. I put, yeah, I put, I, put you on, uh, I put you on the map. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys are separated on the map there. Nice. So you guys are camped up along the edge of uh, the Sea of Moving Ice. And the other two of you are camped up along the northern part of the forest of Lonelywood. I like the name Grimberick for all three of us. Grimberick. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Name of a monster in my next campaign. Grimberick? Yeah. I'm taking all of your worst qualities. <laughs> That'd be cool. So my ineptitude? <laughs> your indifference. Yeah. <laughs> the other group called Thrax's Kid. Ooh, Thrax Skid. Or Skidmark. Oh, yeah. No. Skidmark. <laughs> yeah, so you guys all have basically an uneventful sleeps. Hmm. And you're all able to wake up in the morning. Ooh. Uh, before I go to sleep, I'd like to contact my uncle, Roland. Very good. I'll send to him. Hello. <laughs> Bjornhild is dead by my own hands. Found a curious photograph among her possessions. Discuss later. Need magically enchanted flaming argument armaments. Please work on it. Easy enough. Alright. Uh, <laughs> you hear back? <laughs> you haven't called and yelled at me to make flaming arguments? I'm glad you're okay. Make your way back here. Okay, sending back to it. <laughs> Sorry about the late calls, and I haven't been in touch in a while. I know I've been a bad son. 
But, you know, sometimes we have to do what we have to do. And you just hear Ricky just keep going. He's going to just, just explain himself for about more than 25 words. He gets cut off at some point. He's just still talking outside of a tent or wherever we're stationed at. He's just rambling. Dear Dad, send money. Can't explain right now. <laughs> Credit card canceled. Yeah, you. Uh, he tried to say something back, but you were still yelling at him. So you can't, can't really make it out. Alright, then I'll use my last third level spell slot to contact Skid. Skid, how are you and Thrax? Things are going well so far. We teleported to that prison place, and now we're walking south. Amnyatak is leading us, as we said she would. That's it, I think. <laughs> Making camp for the night. Talk to you soon. Is that night of that first night? Yeah. Good to hear. According to plan on this end, too. I can see the forest. We're near the black cabin. About to rest up. We enter the camp tomorrow. Kiss, kiss, love, love. All right. This kid, kid sends us his best wishes. Um, he said, fuck all of you, but Ricky, I love you. Haha, <laughs> just joking. He said, kiss, kiss, love, love. They're about to enter the camp tomorrow. Hopefully this all works out. But if not, don't blame me. Fair. Yeah. Skid is quite a jokester. I mean, I think he was being serious about the, you know, we'll talk soon in one more part. But. Mm-hmm. Good to hear that they're doing well. All right, I'm going to bed. Then everyone goes to bed, except for Skid, who doesn't get to sleep. Yep, and pray again. All righty. So you're playing, praying again? Yep. Okie doke. Only more, four more days before you can go back to paradise. You're referencing your imaginary rod land? Yeah, the place that doesn't exist that was destroyed 2,000 <laughs> years ago that I really enjoy going Where to. Where you find peace. <laughs> you would too. I'll take you there someday. Really? <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you guys wake up in the morning. Once again, uh, you guys imagine the Grimberic uh, squad has just put Buta... Boot to ground, yeah. Mm. We're boot to grounding it. All right, so you guys will travel another seven miles up the coast. Oof, you mean down the coast? Yep, moving down the coast. Sorry, up the coast. I just have to say everything's up somewhere. Uh, hey, you guys are going down the coast. Time to the southwest again. You move another seven, again, spending a whole day. You go seven and a half miles, about fourteen hours of walking. Is there a moment where Ricky is kind of solo, where he's kind of a lot? Like either in front or behind the group, I want to just walk up to him. Yeah, uh, sure. Try to yeah, you guys, you guys can role play that. Like you have, you're literally walking for 14 hours. You Great. can explain what you want to do while you're walking. I just try to want. I want to try to do this uh, in a somewhat secretive way, but Burrell isn't very good at that. But I'll, I'll do it the best I can. I would say that the Pilgrim is so aloof. There's no way he's paying okay. attention to you fuckers. Cool. Great. I'm in your attack. Is probably leading us. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Hey, uh, was that uh, you were making some calls last night? Yes, I was. Great. You know. how, how, how was it? You touched base with some people? I don't know. Just, uh, just Uncle Roland and Skid. That was it. Oh, great, great. It's a nice little... Yeah, you mentioned Skid. It's good that they're doing okay. Nice little catch you up. I uh, told Uncle to maybe like try to work on some magical tools or flaming weapons for us to fight off the rest of the apostles of the Frost Maiden. That's but other than that, you know, everyone seems to be doing fine. Oh, great. Yeah, that's great. Uh, um... Did you need me to make a call for you? No, no, I... Are you absolutely certain? I... There seems to be a reason why you brought this up. Ah, oh, man, I 
feel weird, but... Just, just say what you want. Yeah, okay, okay, uh, yeah. You know, I noticed, you know, I know your uncles, they... They got a lot of access to skiing. Maybe they could raven uh, some of it out of here. You know, I mean, a raven isn't hard to come by. You know, we could maybe use light or something. <laughs> you want me to message my... He wants me to make against Kendall, by the way. Not both of them. Kendall's usually got it. Yeah, he runs... Uh, but you, you're wanting me to message him to try to get Skeen flown no, I, out I, to I, us. I'm sorry. By a raven. Yeah, nothing. You know what, Marill? I like the cat of your jib. And that's a great idea. But as considering we're probably rounding the bend on this small adventure... It would uh, really... It'd probably help us, actually. Yes, but I don't... <laughs> really fight, <laughs> you know, and fight better with it. I don't really want to waste my magical energies on, yeah. on, on that kind of contact. But think about it. We could find the bell better with it. Wouldn't, right? You, aren't you more aware? Beryl, I've been doing this skiing stuff for years. Let me <laughs> just tell you, you're just having a little bit out of sorts. You're fiending a bit. Roll, roll con, save uh, Ricky Steele. That's an 11. Yeah, you talking about all the skeins got and you're like, yeah, that's a pretty good idea, man. It's bad time. It's bad time. Let's go away. It's bad time. Hey there, fans of Rare Studios. Thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Gain access to the Way Rat Discord. Talk with other listeners and the Way Rat crew. Post funny pictures. Watch movies with us sometimes. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at WayRatStudios.com. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. That sounds like a pretty good idea to Ricky Steele in his mind right now. Well, I'll kind of retreat to the back of the group as I assume Beryl kind of move forward in a, a little bit of a, a slight embarrassment. And I'll cast Sending to Candor. Candor. <laughs> Beryl and I have recently run out of the special thing that I know you can acquire. We're near the Sea of Moving Ice to the northwest. Please send some by Raven, or whatever means you've got. If you can, thanks very much. Ricky Steele loves you. <laughs> thanks, Father. <laughs> uh, you hear back? Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Continue on away and hopefully get to Raven soon. <laughs> or some kind of Arctic bird. Thanks yeah. a lot, buddy. So you guys, uh, you guys, that's what you... Pilgrim is just mindlessly wandering along the sea of movie ice following... Mindlessly wandering. Oh, yeah, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about, then? Spinning. His buddies. No, the paths. Hmm. And the way they go. And the way they don't try to make predictions as to way people... Uh, yeah, people or entities go. What does that mean? Why am I here? To help people along their paths? To create stories just for this entity that seems to enjoy people's journeys and adventures? What are the paths? 
Do you walk in a straight path? No, hell no. <laughs> okay. He's had so much wine in his life. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Also, is. straight paths are so boring. I imagine him walking forward, spinning, going in a different direction, and then keeps going. This like looks forward, but through many. Yeah, it's a good way to die turns. doing that too, though. Yeah. And he thinks about a uh, uh, skid and Thrax and how they are two of the strangest pathwalkers he's ever met, but also two of the most interesting pathwalkers he's ever met. All right, yeah, you, you, um, you guys are just heading heading south southeast. So you travel again for about 14, 14 hours that day. And once again, you set up camp along the coast of the Sea of Moving Ice. Skid and Thrax, you guys wake up uh, north of Lonelywood, uh, near where you were told that the Wolf Tribe had potentially been. Um, and they were investigating something called the Black Cabin somewhere there. Skid will pull out uh, his map of the area that he has and he'll mark after conferring with Thrax to, to approximate it. He may not be the smartest guy, but he knows terrain and distance traveled. He'll mark where the Tiger Tribe was and and write um, he'll druidic symbols uh, the remains in ice. Then he'll mark where the Elk Tribe was um, and he'll mark where the bear tribe was and do little druidic symbols near next to all of them. Um, yeah, I guess he'll say left and ice for the tiger tribe. I don't know, something morbid slaughtered for the elk tribe and bear tribe deserted or something. Just cool. like foreboding words. Cool. Um, and then he'll talk to Thrax and he'll also... Uh, take a dagger out and pull at the seam of his his undershirt near his shoulder and he'll pull off one sleeve of his garment to expose his grumsh tattoo nice um to further the role that he'll be playing with his brother thrax upcoming so they can see his devotion should wear a jacket won't they be suspicious or what i don't know just hey dude i saw i told you when i was in space oh. i talked to grumsh you don't believe me, but I did. He said a size is chosen. So if I show my ink, it gives us a little bit more validity. Okay. And we're gonna give him this. We, we gotta tell him everything. You got the rings. I got the map. The leaders are dead. They're scattered. This is everyone's weak. This is our time. The wolf tribe's trying. The saw's time. Yes. And then we bide our time till we see the tactical advantage and we snap this fucking trap right on his neck. Yes. Yes. And as the swift resolution, Perhaps. his minions follow strength. Death is weakness. God bless you. Thank you. Grouch bless you. Grouch bless you. Grouch bless you. He keeps the spirits inside of me. Uh, are we supposed to like train the tribe too or something like that? That's shit we gotta worry about all after. Right, all right, all right. Asar's dead, then everything else follows. But right. until then, we gotta play cozy with this. Can I get a good berry? Yes, of course. Here, sorry. Yes, thank you. Can I get some wine? Yes, yes. Oh, I miss our friends. Well, it's sort of nice. Gotten being, used to them. Sort of quiet. Tribe. Sort of nice being quiet, just the two of us again. That's true. Yes. We haven't had time alone. It's been a while, brother. 
It has, brother. Well, let us go back home. Let us go home. Or at least, there. Are you ready? As ready as I can be. Let's go. Keep well, head, head out. And south towards the woods that we see in the distance, keeping our eyes out for any signs of anything that could be called the Black Cabin. <clears throat> and as if we ever get close to something like that, Skid is planning to cast a spell before we get into any interaction. Yes, I do. Um, so as you're searching the northern area, uh, again, you are fairly familiar with this area in terms of both being in ten towns, having like been to this area before, and you hunted the the white moose so you know kind of like general things where the uh, the old elven um, place where you fought the druid Ravinsa the first time was also there and um, so you guys are yeah searching that the kind of the northern part the part that you haven't explored yet so I'll say that makes it significantly easier since you already kind of have an understanding of the southern part of the forest you have less fog of war you've eliminated some areas already yeah yeah and uh, as you're traveling through like these gorges near the river, since you were following the river, uh, on the edge of a snowy ridge, there's a black lodge on wooden stilts. Grab him and we both kneel immediately. Observe. And you are observing a, just a lodge there, just sitting there. We don't see any tribesmen, let alone humanoids, people at all. Correct. This is in a, a forested area, a swampy area, an icy forest. Forest. So you're in the gorge along the river. You're sitting on the river gorge, and then up on the. It's basically up above you. Dex, Not like straight above you, but ahead and above up. Dex, let's wait like a little bit. Like, you know? 10, 20, 30 minutes, see if anybody comes out. Yes, a check for markings, perhaps. Uh, the tribe left some on stones or something to send uh, others their way. Yeah, so we'll quietly search the periphery of the uh, landscape and simultaneously keeping an eye out on the cabin itself if there are any people. But looking for signs of travel recently or markings of, of those who have gone past. Yeah. Right, and so are you going to like circle up and try and get up like to see straight on? I think I'm more checking like little rocks and things if someone marked them from the tribe that was hunting. Like we can see that you know, wolves were preying here. Yeah, you can definitely tell that there was some aspect of, of creature here, people. Do we get any time frame or no? Uh, not necessarily a time frame. Uh, since it's snowing so badly, it's kind of a, kind of a crapshoot. I think we just gotta do it, okay? Yes, I'm down. I don't, I'm not afraid. No, we can't be afraid. All right, we're gonna play our roles, okay? Yes. And give him a fucking handshake. And as we do, uh, I'll have a little bit of fur from a beast in my hand. I'll cast Enhance Ability, and I'll upcast it to third level, so we each gain Eagle Splendor, which is an advantage on Charisma checks. Ooh. Right. We get that for one hour. Excellent. And uh, I think... You ready, bud? And I think we just we walk we f to face up with the cabin. All right. And start approaching. So you guys Yeah. You guys follow the gorge where you can, until you can go up and kind of move up to be basically at equal footing of the lodge. As you crescent over the, um, you know, the top of the ridge, and you are now facing the lodge, you notice something very peculiar about this. The, you see the cabin itself. The cabin is 
Uh, there's a walkway that goes up to it. It clings to the south side of the structure. Building some posture and sagging roof, uh, coupled with broken windows and loose flapping shutters, suggest utter abandonment. Uh, there are some rotting stilts, and there's a woodshed and outhouse, and the wind is kind of blustering through it. There are two stone chimneys that come out of it, and you can tell that some of it's like actually hanging over the ridge, so like the ridge kind of fell out at some point on the western side. But the most peculiar thing you notice about this is that in a large circle around it, there's no snow. Just grass. Doesn't look like anybody's been here. But there's no snowfall. It looks like summer. It has a perfect circle around this this place. Looks like there's summer. This kid gets sketched. This is Booyak. This is Booyak, Drax. Imagine that warmth, though. This isn't tribe Booyak. This is different Booyak. But <laughs> it could feel so good on our toes. We gotta go. I'm just saying, this is... This is Booyak. This isn't tribe. Don't worry. Uh-huh. He's watching over us. Let's go. Ignores that. Last rumor. Uh, walk, uh, take a step onto the grass. Yeah, once you cross into that threshold, it feels like it's springtime. Oh, Probably wow. like a warm 70 degrees. Holy shit. You're sweating your ass off, shit. You don't <laughs> really like this. It's a little too warm for you. You're sweating. Touch the grass. Oh, look at this. This is grass. Uh, Thrax pick, like, takes off his gloves and feels it between like his really dirty hands with like you know fingernails with the dirt underneath and these giant hands and like pretty big hands I imagine are just combing through like tiny blades of grass. Love it. Yeah. Smelling it. It's grass, all right. Does the it's once real. we break the real is real is either of you. Once we break that threshold, does the cabin look any differently? Nope. This is Booyah. Let's go inside. I don't like this. Would like me to approach first. I'm ready. Let's go to Kara. All right. Go up the stairs or the stilts, whatever. Trying to head towards the entrance where we see the wind howling through the house. You guys are going in? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's knock. Is there a door? Everything's unlocked and like the shutters are just blasting in the wind. Windows are broken, broken. etc. All right. You can knock if you want, threats. Tell you say, Skid, uh, I'm following you. I'm right, walking. <laughs> You're walking in? Yeah. Alright. Oh no. So, uh, you guys take the walkway. You have to, like, leap across this little this little gap that's uh, kind of fallen off, etc., because it is a Ricky S. house. Mm-hmm. A Ricky S. house? Rickety. Rickety oh. S. house. So it was, like, made for Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> So you guys are crossing onto this walkway, um, and as you're walking there, you guys both make dex checks as part of the floors give out below you, or part of the walkway gives out save below you. Check. Crit 20 for skit. A save, sorry. 23 total, crit 20. Uh, that is a one. You roll four. the crit miss? Mm-hmm. So we rolled both hit crits. That's insane, crit miss and crit. Wow. Uh, Skid, you are totally fine. Um, you fall, like, lightly into some snow outside of the bubble, and you're just kind of below the walkway now. 
Thrax, on the other hand, takes an awful spill, and since you crit missed, <laughs> I'll ignore that, but you take an awful spill, and you take 49 bludgeoning damage Whoa. as you fall all the way down to the bottom of the gorge and hit the ice river at the bottom. Gadoosh, 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 I mean, uh, do you have any special boots on, Thrax? I do have special boots on. I don't know if that emits any of that. Some Zelda. Uh, no, he's like crumbling onto the rocks and shit down to the gorge. He's not like free falling or anything. Yeah, jagged how, rocks. How far down is like this gorge? For 49 damage. Well, no, I'm just saying. 14d6, so however far that is. 140? Yep. Brutus. Drax! <laughs> Drax! I just hear tiny yells up a. Chasm and well, uh, <laughs> how the fuck are you gonna get back up here? Oh, I'm fucked up. My head. Oh, I could use some of that film juice. <laughs> I'm gonna start climbing. Stay there, stay there. Wait. And, uh, Does he have any bones sticking out of his body anywhere? He looks like uh, the piano keys for his teeth. He's got a big <laughs> oh, bump on his head. My hoodie, like, cloak thing is When you fell, you tall. went, oh! Mm-hmm. Skid will wild shape into a giant owl and fly down into the gorge. <laughs> Scoop him up on uh, his back and fly back up. Oh, that's good. I need to fly him back up. And, um, <laughs> that wasn't good. We'll fly to the fucking front door. No more loose wood boards. Oh, yeah, you make it there. So the part that's hanging over the, the gorge, you are now passed, and you're in front of the door, and you open that, slide right open. stay in eagle form, <laughs> staying like four and a half feet tall and just like clawing forward. <laughs> right. uh, you enter the room. It contains lingering smells of burnt wood and flesh. You could also catch the faint odor of wine. Mm. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey. Uh, there are holes in the roof. And uh, stiff winds kind of still blow through, though they're fairly fairly warm winds. Uh, the walls and furniture are scorched black, including a table with a charred remains of a book on it. Next to that table on the floor are several broken wine bottles. It's a mostly incinerated skeleton and around frost-covered objects. Uh, round objects, sorry. Um, not frost covered around ash covered sorry objects about six inches in diameter um, I'll pop out of flying form and I'll put a second third level fourth level cure wounds into Thrax nice. I'll roll that soon but that's what he does right away oh shit it stinks in here yes uh... The opposite of what happens outside happens here. Look at all these ash marks. Why'd you fall, you fucking idiot? I was looking at the house. <laughs> Look at your feet when you're in a rickety ass. God damn it. You fucking, did you hear the sounds you made? Dink, dink, dink. Down the gorge, down the gorge. Yes, as I'm pushing down the giant bump on top of my head. <laughs> oh, God. And? Another one pops up. There we go, thank you. Um, Can we investigate these items that are... Kind of lying about. Is this just like one square room? It's like gross and decrepit. Or there are offshoots or there are doors. Uh, yes, there's. So you are in what looks like a main room. There is um, two doors to your north, three doors to your north, 
and a what looks like a room to the east down a tiny little hallway. Twenty-one health to each. Oh. Oh, that's better. There's no try, man. Let us move on. Let us move forward. What is this? Uh, books. We can't even read those. You want to keep it from Barry? Yeah, help in the book. See what's in the book. Uh, well, me? Fine. No, I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll open it. Squiggles says something. We look at the squiggles. The squiggles? Mm-hmm. The, the book. book. The items on that desk. Uh, nothing remains of that tome except ashes and a badly burned spine, upon which the characters can discern the leather's ether. Don't know what this says. It's obvious that the letters were part of a much longer title. And, uh, yeah. That was all burned up. Let's go down the hallway. Fine. The, then are you looking at the other body or anything else? Yeah, the other things next to the book before we, before we took off, sure. All right. So there's a skeleton there. Enough of it uh, suggests that it belonged to a male human. Uh, little remains of his clothing, but a character... Sorry. You find uh, an amulet uh, on, this, on this dude. Yeah, put this in the bag. We're going to have Barry check it out before we put it on. Sure, yeah. And there is a little... Well, the little thing on the ground next to him is looks like a little gyroscope with two scorched rings inlaid with runes and a dense chunk of coal at its core. Oh, mm. this thing is cool. Spin it and stuff. Hold on to this. Yeah, let's get a pocket it. You want to pick it up? Yeah. Uh, make a con saving throw. Sure, sure, sure. Let's say 12. 12, you take 90 damage as this thing starts to shake and then detonates with radiance. Oh. Ah! I have two hit points. Did you drop it on the ground? I, of course. As I fell, I launched it outside, maybe. All right, you launched it outside? I, yeah, I accidentally throw it, I guess. Okay. Now you launch it outside, and basically it becomes dead winter in there as you launch this thing away from the house. And it is freezing again. Oh, Holy shit. shit, sick. Doesn't suck, dude. <laughs> Get up here. Let me grab you. I cast uh, Healing Spirit. Um, this place sucks. We got to get out of here. This isn't the tribes at all. No. This sucks, dude. This sucks. Hey, did you maintain that concentration check? Uh, <laughs> I think I have to beat a 45. Uh, no, no I chance. fail. <laughs> I no longer have the eagle splendor. I'll heal myself over the next like minute with a bunch of D6 from this owl spirit that heals me up. Alright. And then maybe we take a short rest. You want to- <laughs> Do you want to can we rest here before we carry up? I don't even gotta leave. Let's go sit next to that warm spot. It's next to the thing that just exploded me! No, just don't touch it. Okay. I'll go sit by the gyroscope. 
No, yeah, you gotta go out there. Uh, you go outside, and it's not working anymore. Okay. Oh. It's ice cold. We'll go mm. in the we'll go in the black cabin. Go down that hallway, and um, after I heal up, and kind of make sure, search the rest of it. See um, if there's any signs of footprints, any signs of of tribe activity. Yeah. See if there's anything like that. You see that multiple people were in here at one point, and it looks like the place has gone gone one over. Like gotten definitely worked over. Um, before Aramontak has told us that they'd been looking for the black cabin, we knew they were west, um, west of uh, Meriduol. Then, yeah, you Is can. Is there any way that you can assume that they came here investigating what could keep them warm in the never-ending winter? And they may have found something here, and that's why they're investigating it because it was nice. All right, we'll take a short rest and heal up a little bit and lick our lick my wounds before we uh, choose our next heading because we're gonna have to do a little bit more traveling. Uh, yeah, you guys can take a short rest here. I use three hit die, roll 32 for help. Yeah, I do a bunch of hit dies, do a bunch of healing. Uh, you guys doing anything else while you're short resting? Just kind of hanging out there for an hour? This place sucks. Yeah, talking, <laughs> looking at the map, and realizing that we actually have a much longer way to go than we thought. Probably just should have just stayed with the group. Uh, don't think about it now. We just have to rest. You're right, you're right, you're right. We can make, we can make quick, quick travel with me as a chocobo. We're in this together. Always, Let's always, go. always, always, always. Rest up, lick our wounds. And are we gonna... Fuck, yeah. I mean... Follow through the... We'll choose our new heading and start traveling again. You're gonna leave the cabin? Yeah. That area of the camera, you're the fuck, just getting the fuck out of there. Yeah, this place blows. <laughs> <laughs> nothing in there. <laughs> it just exploded Go, yeah. me. I do not like this cabin. I knew it was Booyak. I told you right when we got here. Why'd you touch the thing? You it know, you're not to touch magic things it now. It's cold and no. rotating. No. You gotta stop touching things, kid. We'll see if I learn this time. Alright, so the cabin is now getting the cabin's getting snowed on. There's a device just out in the snow, and you guys are just getting the fuck out of there. Yeah, I look at the device one last time. You gonna pick it up? It's it's done, right? Are you gonna pick it up? Don't touch it. But it's gotta be Come done. On. No. Am I coming handy? Fine. No. 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 <laughs> fine. 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 Oh. Then we'll head uh, southwest through the lonely wood. And we'll uh, find Mare Duolden and follow the west side of the mare. <gasps> Thrax! Every path leads to where it's supposed to! There's a dinosaur in these waters! You wanna go talk to it? <laughs> <laughs> now let's just find the mare first. Fine. We got priorities. Yeah, can I mean, you, you know. Friends down. You know that you'd follow if you follow the. River to the southwest, it leads you right to the mirror. Yeah. But we're eventually going to have to head west to try to find the wolf tribe. So we're just going to follow that path to the mirror first. Um, he's got one more wild shape, so six hours of chocobo. Oh, yeah, in about four hours, you reach the mirror. You can see, basically, when you reach the north part of the mirror, you can see what looks like Lonelywood far off in the distance. Probably about... Uh, Lonelywood's about... Probably like about half a mile away from you. 
Thrax, I know there's comforts of Lonelywood, and I want to see that awakened beast. But when we left our companions, we had priorities. We shouldn't switch the plan now. Yes. We'll take care of that stuff later. Yeah. yeah, we shouldn't have gone to the cabin. We shouldn't go anywhere. But that was a good lead. That wasn't our fault. But we could have left because we knew we weren't there. But I thought we might have found something. It's not a bad decision. Sure. So we continue. Stay on the path. Southwest. Rest up. Then we head west into the tundra. Looking for reindeer tracks. Looking for tribe tracks. Looking, sure. for, looking for home. Of course. It's going to take a little bit longer than we thought, but the plan hasn't changed. Travel till it's late. Sleepies. Yep, travel till it's late on the west side of the mare. Alright. Take a rest. I'll probably cast a couple more healing spells. So two more hours on... I don't have any more chocobo. X-Beak. So that'd be two on X-Beak. Oh, yeah, so be there. So it'd be six hours. And I'd probably just move just past that. So you'd be on the west part of Meridualdon, basically at the edge of the forest uh, that kind of surround the northern part of Meridualdon. So I'll put you over there. That'll be about seven, seven and a half hours of travel if you want to keep going. Yeah, since you already walked a little bit and then also spent an hour resting, we'll say that's kind of a day of travel for you guys. Yeah, we'll post up. All right. So yeah, so once again, uh, the parties are in, ready for another night as you guys are traveling. Praying, go to bed. Mm-hmm. <coughs> when the fuck are we going to find this bell? We've been out for two days now. Yeah. So, can y'all refresh me? Do we have any uh, leads on how how are you supposed to find it? I think how many on talk knows the way, but it's still okay. Yeah. Hope this journey is fucking worth it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, at least. Uh, no critters are messing with us or anything, you know. It's been a critters. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't say that, Burrito. You're going to jinx it. We get assaulted in the middle of the night. Poof, we're all dead. Now, how? Who's going to save Icewind Dale now? Not us, obviously, because we're dead. Oh, I thought I saw something in the sky. Don't fuck with me like that. <laughs> oh wait, that might have been the bird I asked. Yeah, for. yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. It keeps it interesting. All right. Well, good night, everyone. Good night, Rim. This one bodes you both a good night. Yeah. You guys go to bed. Wake up. Everyone wakes up in the morning at their different locations. Uh, outside of Ricasillo's tent is a little oh, little boy. sack. <laughs> yes. I made made a good made, time. You know, it's a nice silk silk sack that's just there. I open up the silk sack and look inside. Uh, there's a surprisingly small plastic bag containing a right. white familiar substance. Okay, bag. <laughs> Mine goes wide a little bit. I, I tie the sack back up. Burial, burial, we've got it. It is my birthday. <laughs> is it? Just a figure of speech. That's exciting. All right. It's going to be a good day today. Yes, once we get a little tired after a couple hours, you know we can put some pep back in that step. I look forward to it. Ricky's dealing Beryl on the juice again. Oh, yeah, Nautrek has been looking out over the sea of moving ice as you guys are waking up. And she's kind of like just looking for familiar. Looks like she's looking for something. She nods her head. We should probably reach it by the end of the day today. All right. Excellent. Good to know. 
You sleep all right, Traveler? Always. Good. You're, you're looking good with that new uh, waist attire. I like that. This one merely just applies all of the accoutrement from the paths upon themselves, or this oneself. Not sure about the reflexive pronoun, how that one works. Anyways, it looked good. At first I thought it wasn't going to work out, but, you know, pattern after pattern, you know, two patterns, too much, four patterns, too little. I don't know how it works, but you look excellent, my friend. Sometimes too much is a good thing. Yes. Too much of anything is the best. Yeah, we got a lot of skiing, by the way. We should, we should let's do that later. You all have fun. We'll have fun with that. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll head out. All right, yeah, you guys are heading to the southwest again. And it tur- so, slowly you start moving, like, south, and you start moving just more directly. Are we good on food? With. Do I need to cast? I'll cast, create food and water if we need to. I'd say maybe once a day. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Or you, got, you also have rations, so yeah. you don't really have to, I guess. Y'all do we have got, enough rations? Yeah, I got uh, at least four days yeah, and a knucklehead days. if y'all don't mind some jerky. Yeah, let's let's do that. Yeah. That's so I can save my spell Great. slots. So I'm, I'll pass out two days worth amongst all of us. So it's a lot of jerky. You got more than enough. I'm going to use two days worth just in the breakfast. It's a fat breakfast of, of jerky. Do I want to scry on another motherfucker? Nah, I'm good. Meanwhile, we're splitting a good berry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like one. <laughs> Cutting a berry in half. No, we each get our own. I'm cutting mine in half. Have one in the morning, one in the afternoon. You're warming yourself up over a 30-gallon drum. I told you, it's not a whole wax. (laughs) One for the whole day. You're good. Uh, It it fills my stomach so much. I like that feeling. But fine, fine, fine. I'll eat the other half. Hey. Yeah, you guys are. So you guys are heading southwest along this evening, guys. And we're going to start to move west as it curves to the west. Let's get it there. No. Grimberick. Grimberick. And uh, as you're walking, uh, the Yamanartar kind of gives, like, talking about, like, talking about, you know, Angajuk is the name of the whale. Uh, it's legendary. It's faced a share of trouble that occasionally has bouts with Oral's Rock, the bird she flies on. Uh, it's an awakened beast been plying the water for at least 200 years and like while he's kind of like famous in 10 times is like a story it's actually a, you know a real story it's like a folk tale that's actually real and she'll also <laughs> say you know that basically uh she'll give you some some history on that uh, Enga was a druid that uh, was the one that awakened the sperm whale. Hmm. But there's not much known about her. Hmm. And closing in towards the end of the day, as the sun is setting in the west. I guess not sun, but as the before it goes to complete dark mode. Mm-hmm. The light source, the obscured light. Yes, yeah, so the obscured light kind of falls to the the west, and you see the aurora borealis start to pour forth from the east, from the north. Uh, far in the distance, you see what looks like a small domed cabin 
facing the bay. And it looks like there's two pieces of stone that rise from the from the ice. And on top of one of the larger stones is a large bell. All right, that looks like what we fucking need. <laughs> Took me a second, but I think that is it. I think we made it. I thought it was going to be like a little tiny bell that we could just ring whenever we wanted. Yeah, that's what I figured. More handheld. This is going to be fucking annoying to get back here. <laughs> Let's waste no time. Alright. You guys make your way closer to it. There's a rowboat stuck in the ice. Trapped against a ten foot wooden pier. The pier is ice glazed. And uh, you know that you don't need the boat because this part of the ice is frozen solid. Yeah, we'll walk across the ice and go up to the bell. And what about the dumb cabin? Is anybody in the cabin? It's not our bell. Uh, I guess Grim's gonna look at Amanyartok and see if she knows anything about that, just inquisitively. That was, I believe, Anja's cabin. Oh, she's dead now. Oh, yes, this is more than 200 years ago. All right, then fuck it. Let's go ring that bell. Yeah, the bell, and then maybe cabin after. Go up and ring the bell? Mm -hmm. All right. You ring the bell, and it clings. What does it look like up close, by the way? There's a large five-foot diameter copper bell. Hanging from a ten-foot-tall pole, and is attached to what comes off the front of this rock is another pier that goes out towards the water. You ring the giant bell, and as you ring the bell, you hear it echo through a lot of the ice, echo throughout a lot of the ice blocks that are also kind of surrounding you all. And in between the two rocks, there's a large hole in the water. And from this water, you see a handful of narwhals, dolphins, and in the center comes out a large whale with a boat attached to its back. Yes. It blows out, uh, blows air from its blowhole, and it purrs out. A large gush of seawater. It sells itself at a height where it's almost facing you. What can I do for you, humans? Oh, it speaks? Ricky, Ricky, you want to... First things first. I'm half-elf, he's a human, and that one's an elf. We're not all the same, but we are humanoids. Minor correction? Sorry about that. Also, you must be... Angerchuk. Nice to meet you. I'm Ricky motherfucking Steel. This is the Pilgrim, also known as Horatius Grimm. And this is my friend Beryl. We require his services in the future to somehow make it to the land of the Ice Maiden, Oriel, and or, or murder her ass. In cold blood, as it would be, that's not a pun, but also kind of a pun, she is cold. Uh, anyway, we just wanted to say hi, ring the bell, get to know you a little bit better, and then see if you could escort us and our friends to her, I don't know, extra-dimensional, maybe playing a weird bullshit at some point in the near future. 
I like fun there. It is good to hear that people are trying to remove the Frost Maiden. Yeah, she's a bitch. Mean one at that. I am certainly able to take you to Oral's Island, I assure you, as I am very much on this plane. Oh, that's good to know. However, on normal boats, you would never make it there. Oral's spies would easily see you and kill you out in the water. And a boat attached to your back. Some kind of thing that you and the boat have mystical, magical, camouflage properties. Dive us deep down, we survive underwater, somehow get to the island unseen, unnoticed, and then launch a surprise raid. My oldest friend, Inga, who brought me to sentience, attached this boat to me so that we could travel unhindered under the waters. So yes, you are correct. Very cool, very cool. About how many people do you think we could fit in there? Eight. It's very specific, good to know. So we <laughs> might be able to cram in like one or two others. If we all pack together like sardines. <laughs> 1,000 pounds of cargo. <laughs> Alright, eight people, 1,000 pounds of cargo. Duly noted. Um, will you just respond anytime we come back and ring this bell? Like, oh, we don't, we're not really ready to go right now. We just. Kind of, I. I and Beryl, probably Grim as well, run as a presumptuous, might have some kind of item we could take on us and not just nail it up for a day. We don't. There's no way we can fucking take that down. We can't carry it anywhere. We'll just have to come back. Yeah. This bell is attached to this place anyhow. <laughs> yes. Probably impossible to remove. I would certainly not recommend it. Yes. Bad juju all around. Legal Master, she used to live in a lodge on the way back. Is there anything cool left in there, do you know? Did she say anything? Maybe if, like, some passers-by that ever want to save the world. Uh, come by. I've left a secret staff under a floorboard for you. I would not know as I cannot travel on land. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Fair. It's a perfect answer. Well, uh, I guess I don't know. We'll just stay in the cabin for tonight and figure out what the fuck we're going to do. Uh, you wouldn't happen to have any other information on the followers of Oral. I know from what uh, Aminyatak over here has told us, you guys have met before. And you and The Rock don't get along. Yeah. Yes, it is good to see the Winter Walker again. And yes, her flying bird chooses to attack me at any rate. Uh, Great Whale, this one's curious. Uh, call this one what you will, but... You swim in all directions, and us humanoids are bound to certain planes of traverse. How do you decide what path you walk on, or you swim on, or you swim through? Where do you go? What do you do? Is your purpose just to respond to this bell? This one's just a traveler who's curious. Well, that's an interesting question. How about you come aboard and I'll show you? A pilgrim's getting aboard right away. Yeah, and Burrell will follow. Right. I'll see both of you later. I'm going to go rest up in this cabin. <laughs> yeah, I want to check out what this You have a fun, mystical, magical journey about this yeah. fantasy whale. <laughs> All right, yeah, so you two have on the boat. Yeah, I want to check out the whale crazy shit. 
All right, Ogyam and Artok and Hercule Steel will head back to the, the little stone cabin. Uh, you go inside there. It is a small stone cabin. The door is covered in ice and dormant barnacles. And it just is just there on rusty hinges. It looks like it's just been sitting there in ice for a long time. Just a shitty cabin. Is there a table inside? It's made of stone inside. There's uh, definitely a table. Uh, there's a small hearth. Uh, has a precious store of firewood. Like people may come by and just like stop here uh, as tra- their travelers. Uh, firewood does not look any time recent, but it should be burnable, etc. There's probably enough wood there to probably fuel nightly fires for about three days. Is there any kind of mirrored surface I can use? Handheld. Mirrored surface? No. Alright. <laughs> and I guess out a little silk pouch that uh, while they're going on their journey, I'm going down a, a journey myself <laughs> to Scheme Town. And I'll just. I'll, I'll pull down a, enough to do two lines and I'll look at the attack. She's shaking her head no. <laughs> all right, more for me then. <laughs> and I'll just rip it and dip it. And I'll, I'll, that's, all, that's all I want to do. Meanwhile, the other two party members who have decided not to go on a cocaine adventure. Yeah, I imagine psychically I know I notice that he's doing it, and I'm just like, oh! I just notice that, you know, I, I've left the cocaine behind. You have a sneaking suspicion? Yes. Because you've already seen it. He's skiing it. You guys uh, board the ship? Good, comfortable, and tell stories stink into the sea of moving ice. <laughs> As you guys go underwater, a magical bubble appears around this boat, and he dives down into the water. You see a number of sea friends, like sea friends, they're like dolphins. Yeah, again, dolphins, narwhals, like all these creatures are kind of like join them on this. Like uh-huh. you guys cruise through the under sea. Yeah. Under the sea. Oh. He takes you on a little tour. He shows you shipwrecked boats. Um, and again, this is a new world for, I'm sure, both of totally you. Yeah. Tour, but like, you are literally exploring the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, I'm like white knuckling, but also really happy. Yeah, it's very comfortable in there. And kind of hear like the... <laughs> like from all the sea creatures as they're, you know, yes. float, like blasting by. He shows you like famous, like you see a... <laughs> You see, like, a ship from, like, a storybook that you read as a kid, bro, in Waterdeep, and, like, there's an actual ship there. It's the actual ship from the storybook, and, you know, you see these crazy old, uh, basically, like, historical sites that he likes to take people on tour on if he ever, if people ever, like, wanted to see a tour of the ocean. So we should get a free tour? Yeah. He takes a tour of the bottom of the ocean of some some critical landmarks, etc. shipwrecks, uh, swimming around with other animals. And eventually he'll drop you off. Yeah, badass. We'll thank him and say, uh, this more than answers this one's question. Uh, thank you for sharing your paths with this one. There's no problem. I shall see you soon, I'm sure. Absolutely. And then Pilgrim will faceplant into the snow and start listening to other people walking around, but also praying to the paths and letting them know all this cool <laughs> shit he just saw. He faceplanted in the snow. There's literally no one walking around in the snow. No, I, yeah, I'm sure, but he still wants to like can, like pray to the paths. Yeah, you, know? you can. I guess when you faceplant there, you're close enough to the water. We can hear. Yeah, yeah. We can yeah, kind of yeah. hear Listening like. As other a, paths yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it would work that way. Like you can hear. Yeah, I guess it works that way. You can feel the vibrations of oh, uh, fish people you know like within 60 feet of you in the oh, water. Oh, shit. Okay, so uh, Pilgrim's idea of the paths, he's always thought of them on, the, on a 2D plane, right? You have a half circle kind of facing outward, another half-word circle, and he starts thinking about it as more of a sphere. 
right? Where all these sort of lines kind of go mm-hmm. around and coalesce, almost like a big bouncing orange ball with black lines going around it. I love that. <laughs> basketball. Basketball, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another basketball reference. <laughs> oh, we got it. Yeah, I think as, there you go. as we walk off, I'll, it's almost uh, the season. As we uh, walk off, I'll thank the great whale. Uh, yeah, thank you, uh, Angaduk. Uh, Umberlee does indeed have some fine, beautiful places she possesses. I appreciate the ride. <laughs> They'll look at you suspiciously. A curious choice of God. I'm walking away innocently. Yeah, I think we we'll go back to the uh, cabin and go to bed. I'm sure Ricky does not go to bed. Ricky looks very much awake. Yeah, hello. How was your ride? Everyone back safe? Oh man, yeah, it was. It was all oh, the skiing. I totally. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you about it, but I'm diving into that skiing. Yeah, Pilgrim's going to bed. Yeah. All right. Cool. I guess Burrell and Ricky will stay up and do a little skiing for at least a few hours and just jabber at each other. Absolutely. All right, yeah, so you guys just, yeah, Jerry. Are you all planning on starting a business? Yeah. Yep. At some, point, at some point, you hear Ricky mention, it's like, well, I want to see it. It's like, at several points, maybe it's as frost unends. We can start a new restaurant, maybe we can have Graham Restaurant up. Or a resort. Yeah. Uh, we can call it uh, Honey and Ice. And it'll be like good meets wine, but uh, icy, frosty, like ice palace we built out of the thing. <coughs> Only open in the winter, though, because in the summer it gets too hot. Hey, Den of Inquities is looking for a new face. We, that'd be great. Ooh, that would be great. We could have a resident tattoo artist, but real. Sounds great. Anyway. Yeah, we chat around in the night and crash eventually. All of our business ideas are absolutely fucking horrible. Yeah, they're terrible. They're still yeah. not good. Yeah, Even, so yeah, you guys chat away in the night. Now we'll jump back to Jackson Skid. All right, bud. So the same thing we said yesterday, except today's the day. We're going to head west. Sure. Uh, do the wide-shaped chocobos. Yes. We got nothing to hide, so if we run into them, we run into them. That's mission accomplished. Otherwise, keep your eye out for reindeer. Keep your eye out for tracks. We're going to head due west from here. Yes. All right, let's go. Yes. Perception, Everybody is perce- a good Perception Thank checks you. for both of you. Perception checks for sure. Rolling really good today. 19. Six. Six? Mm-hmm. Skid, when you're getting pumped up and getting ready to travel west, uh, you notice that it may... You might have been being followed. Does it feel like a swinger? Or does it feel like something more menacing? It feels like something more menacing. I'll uh, act like I didn't notice, and as I'm finishing up, I'll catch Thrax's eyes. And we know how to communicate non-verbally. My eyes will be a little bit bigger. And then I'll do a slight 360 motion to alert him there's something around us. Thrax um, pulls out a bow. No! <laughs> Silently. <laughs> yeah, slowly. Yeah. Um, and we look uh, it's low. go back to back and do a 360, try to see if we can perceive anything... Um, that's around us still, or if it's just something that happened overnight. Um, looks like the northeast where the forests were. Is that there? Or some like, say a little bit off in the distance. Your eye catch this just because you're familiar with. You've been playing to your, praying to your nature god, and so you're kind of like more aware of the nature around you, and you kind of see 
It looks like uh, different parts of bushes were pushed down or perhaps even broken as people were traveling through them. Walk over those bushes. Clearly, clearly keeping some distance from your camp, but also definitely have on um, have maybe some people have been keeping an eye on you. Can we walk over those bushes real quick? Yep. And um, can we just take a look at the tracks, take a look if we can surmise anything of what these individuals could have been, if it was something like potentially tribe people, or if it was tent-towners, or if it was cultists, um, looking to see if there's animal fur left behind from cloaks, looking to see if there's singed ember, um, trying to trying to get a clue of who, who it might could have been. Yeah, you uh, you definitely see humanoid tracks. Okay. And uh, you can roll investigation checks. Investigation. Investigation is good. Seventeen total. Pretty good. Yeah, you cast a tuft of fur on a one of the bushes that's broken. And that fur clearly belongs to a wolf. I still think we just head west. Either we find them or they find us. We're not hiding. Yes, we just we just keep going. Uh, I didn't think they'd just be this close to the woods. And then, like an orcish, you know, tracks a bag, say wolf. As we're walking through. Maybe, uh... To try to give the presence of a wolf tribe person. Maybe the first half of our trick, you ride on my wolf back. Let us go, brother. A wild shape into a wolf, and I will howl loudly. Alright. And you can. You don't megaform. You're just regular wolf. I got megaforms last time. Yeah, you are mounted and you howl. And you hear a howl in return from the northeast. Start heading in that direction. Alright. Unabashed. You guys move through the forest to the northeast, and you are heading back towards kind of the direction of the black cabin. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. You guys move back to the northeast, traveling approximately about two miles. This wolf, wolf, uh, howls can travel quite far. Uh, you guys keep hearing a wolf howl like intermittently. Yeah, we'll do a call and response whenever we hear it. And if I ever get off off center, off track, <coughs> throw a little one out there. So you are traveling through the forest, and that's the wolf sounds are getting louder. In terms of the callbacks. Keep going? Yeah, we'll go um, until they get crazy loud. But um, still, Skid has the intention of popping out and casting a little spell before he interacts with them, so... He's gonna be judging the sound, and and we'll, we'll we'll walk the last you know 30 minutes or so if we need to. Okay. Yeah, it's getting pretty loud. You would know that's you'll you'll be approaching on them soon. All right. I'll pop out of wolf form. Make sure my one arm is completely shown. My grump charm. All right, Dax. This is it. Okay. And we'll walk on for a bit. And once I get once we get danger close, Skid will cast um, enhance ability again. All right, so you guys are moving forward. Yes. And you, uh, 
you basically enter into what looks like the circle of trees where you kind of knew where it was coming from. I imagine we do a cool thing where like you start transforming, I jump off and like slide around and you roll, tumble out. <laughs> and we're ready to walk right in. I can picture that like really specifically. I don't know why. Like when you said I'm like I, I fucking got uh-huh. it immediately. Yeah, like like running full yep. speed. Yeah. Low low camera as you all kind of like roll up to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you turn in side face. Yep, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Sliding our legs, well, tap them on the side. Snow kind of skidding yeah, up a little bit. Tap them on the side and enhance both of our charismas. Hell yeah. Eyes widen. Yeah. You guys enter into this circle of trees, and you can smell it before you even see it, but you smell the fresh, smell of fresh kills, I'd say. So you guys are familiar with that. And you enter this circle. There are about 20 people there. In the center, there's a large, large man wearing bone armor and blood is being, he's rubbing himself in blood of what looks like six or seven ten towners from Lonelywood. Oh, brutal. This is it, bud. And he has his back to you still, doesn't even look at you. Who called the wolf tribe? Who calls the wolf king? Your servants, King of Saul. You're chosen. Back to do your bidding. With great information. Nah, Skid will kneel. Drax drops a, watches him kneel and drops a knee. We've done much in ten towns. All in your name. And he who watches. And the tribes. Many have fallen. Wolves, pray here. Drax holds up the rings from around his neck. It is all your great doing, Isar. Well, then that makes things easier for me, doesn't it? Specifically, he does watch, and as his chosen, I know one of you has forsaken him. I've never given up my love of him. He watches us all, Isar. Yes, he watches one. Will you not hear what we've done? What we've done to the other tribes? Is that so? Tell me. It is best if everyone hears all this news of our conquerings. They're standing right here around you. The Tiger Tribe is gone for all time. Every member. Elk Tribe gone. Jaren's dead. There's his ring. Gunvold is dead. There's his ring. Scattered and leaderless. Ten towns are weak. The tribe is weak. We helped to launch a large dragon to kill Brinchandir. Walls were torn in your name and he who watches. We then mount up. We have the rest of Lonelywood to take care of. Very well. Stand up and draw my uh, spear. You're both in the lead. After you. Of course. He watches us all. He watches over us. <laughs> and you'll start moving your way towards Lonelywood with a group of 20 Wolves Tribe, and you two are in the head of the pack.